You are listening to the Wellness and Hospitality Podcast. I'm your host, Son Lubroy. Episode 29, The Wellness Director's Achilles Heel, Selling. Welcome to the Wellness and Hospitality Podcast, where it's all about genuine wellness, true hospitality, and real people. I'm your host, global wellness expert, life coach, and author, Sonal Luberoy. Hello and welcome to today's episode. To say that selling is our wellness director's Achilles heel would be an understatement. We seem to always grapple with sales. We feel we don't have the necessary support when it comes to the commercialization of our wellness offering. And we are in this constant uphill struggle to reach budget and many times incredibly unrealistic budgets. So yes, selling seems this necessary chore, something that we have to do, but something we don't really enjoy. But what if selling didn't need to be that way? What if we could acquire and further hone this skill, just like any other skill? And what if it were easier than we thought? Today, I'd like to talk about how we wellness leaders can acquire this skill, including the three key things we need to consider in order to truly master the art of selling. And to do that, I'd like to share a little section of a recording I shared on LinkedIn earlier on this week. So without further ado, here's the recording. Hello and welcome to today's session. I hope you're all well from whichever part of the world you're watching. Today, I'd like to talk about what I call the Span Wellness Director's Achilles tendon, and that is selling. Many times when I oversee spa and wellness operations, the number one challenge that many spa and wellness leaders have is selling. Many are actually traumatized by the thought of selling and hitting revenue targets. And I think that is something we've inherited as perhaps we've either come from a therapist background or a receptionist background. And this is something that we have just inherited in our business. It's always been that challenge and we've always treated it like a challenge. And also, when I was a wellness leader, I also found that I struggled with selling. And when I became a consultant, that's when I noticed that, wow, I really do not know how to sell. And the ways I sold in the past were nothing to do with how you actually sell and what is that art of selling. And that is when I realized that, you know what, the reason why many spine wellness leaders struggle with selling is not because they're not good at selling and not because they cannot become good at selling. It's a skill like any other skill and it's a skill they can develop. Even if we're not hardwired naturally to actually be looking at our operations from business efficiencies, from profit and losses and sales targets and numbers, like any skill, it's something we can develop and it is perfectly compatible with our superpowers when we're talking about wellness services and how we help impact people's lives and transform their well-being. And now looking back at why we struggle, it's because firstly, we've never really been taught 
how to sell. Yes, in our spa management courses, we talk about sales and marketing strategies and tactics, but we are never taught how to actually sell, what that art of selling involves. We're also taught how to sell traditionally from our product brands who do a fantastic job, but again, they want us to sell more of their products and they teach us how to sell more of their products. But ultimately, no one's really taught us that art of selling. We've had to figure it out. And how have we figured it out? Just watching what, how things have been done traditionally in our industry. And we continue to repeat that same cycle. Secondly, why we struggle with selling is that we many times feel that we lack the necessary support from our sales and marketing teams when it comes to selling. We think that our sales and marketing teams are busy selling other departments or other areas that have a bigger impact on the hotel's overall profit and loss. And that would be selling room nights, food and beverages, conference spaces. That kind of makes sense. And it doesn't mean that our sales and marketing team is not selling us or not promoting us, but many, many, many wellness leaders feel that we do not have the necessary support in order to sell wellness more effectively. And lastly, when we're talking about unrealistic budgets or when we're under budget, the pressure we get from all directions, from our product brands, from our GM, from our director of finance, from our director of sales and marketing, all that pressure we get externally only makes us reactive. So we are not taught how to sell. We think we're on it. We're in this all on our own. And lastly, when we get that pressure, what we end up doing is becoming incredibly reactive. We take out promotion after promotion, discount after discount, and in the hope that we'll see one day something stick or see certain results. So that is why we traditionally struggle with wellness. And it is pretty much a vicious cycle that we continue when we go from one property to the other in some shape, way, or form. And today, what I'd like to offer is that let's look at selling in a very different way. Selling, if we look at what the sales transaction involves, you have two parts to it. The first part, you have the guest. The guest who wants to buy a service from us, and we also have ourselves. The second part, the actual business that wants to sell a product. Now, in that transaction, we need to try to make sure that we are fitting what our guests want to buy with what we want to sell. And here is where I'd like to offer us to stop thinking that we sell facials, massages, spa circuits, fitness sessions, meditation sessions. Instead, what we sell is a solution to our problem. And what our guests buy from us is not a massage or a facial and so on. What they come to buy from us is a solution to their problem. And in our case, they have that well-being related problem. So when we stop looking at our business in terms of, we're in the business of selling treatments and services, whatever the services are, and we're selling it to an audience. Instead, if we start thinking that we're in the business of solving problems 
And then we align our problems. We align our solutions to our guests' problems. Then there is a huge shift in how we approach a sales and marketing plan, which is incredibly important to know all those tactics. But at least this time we know, you know what? We're not selling specific products or services. What we're selling is solutions to our customer segments problems. Now, one of the biggest mistakes I see that we make in the wellness industry is that we think that we can sell our entire treatment and services menu to every single guest walking in our hotel and that they would all want to consume our services as is. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Each customer segment consumes wellness services. In other words, they have very different well-being related problems that need to be solved in very different ways. Just to give an example, your corporate client who is at your hotel for an event will have very different well-being needs or well-being problems and the way we solve them will be very different. To those, for example, who is a local guest, who is a local resident and they want to use your facilities or use some treatments, have, they have a different set of well-being related problems and also your leisure guest who's there for you, with you in your hotel for a few days. So the key is to understand that each customer segment that we have will be using or will be having a problem that is very different and the way we solve their problems will be very different. And once we master that thought that we're in the business of solving well-being related problems and we have a toolbox of many different solutions that we can adapt to each customer segment without going off the beaten track and without going against the integrity of a treatment and services menu, but just be more creative in how we solve the problems, then is when we notice a shift. And once we have made that mindset shift, the next thing that we need to do is actually look at conversion rates. I have never, ever been spoken to in the hospitality and wellness industries in terms of conversion rates. I only started understanding that term when I set up my consultancy. How many leads do you need and what is your conversion rate in order to get your sales figures? And Though in the hotel, though in our spas, what we do do is measure our hotel guest capture rate. That is a form of a conversion rate. Out of all the number of guests that come to the hotel, how many actually come to the spa or the wellness facility? But what we do with that is we make it incredibly generic. We put a generic percentage and it doesn't matter what kind of customer segment there is coming to the hotel. For example, in your hotel, you could have the corporate segment and the hotel guest capture rate would be very, very different for them. And also the services they'll consume will be very different. And the conversion rate will be very different for your local guests and also the guest who's there in your hotel for leisure and has all the time of the world. And once we are crystal clear and we actually know the individual conversion rates of each of our ideal customer segments, we're then able to know that, okay, if my target is X number of sales and I know my conversion rate is X, then I know I need to reach out to Y number of leads. To give an example, the corporate segment converts at a 2%. And we know that we need to go to at least 100 leads in order to get two sales. And 
once we start looking at it as numbers, then we know what we need to do and we know what strategy we need to employ before we become reactive. And once we're crystal clear with the sales conversion rate, the next step is to actually pitch the offers. And pitching an offer does not mean taking out promotion after promotion, a last like um, early bird discount or today's special promotion and sticking, you know, the poster in your reception area and hoping that something will sell. When we're talking about pitching your offer, it's going to each of these guests and making sure you pitch that particular offer, pitch the promotion or pitch the solution you have to their well-being related problem. And when we know at what percentage rate they convert, if it's a 2%, we know that we have to reach to 100 people in order to get two sales. And when we have that level of clarity also and we're pitching, our teams also know what they need to do. It doesn't become this desperate, oh my God, I have to take out a promotion and just let's hope we sell it. And once we're crystal clear with the sales conversion rates of each of the customer segments, once we've understood we actually have to physically pitch that offer, that solution to each of the customer segments that walk through our door, the third is actually delivering. We forget that part of the sales process is delivering. Now. We are notorious in hotels for knowing that we take out several promotions in the spa area. And when a spa guest comes to the hotel, many times the front office does not even know what promotion is available in the spa. They just send the people to the spa or the wellness area to go basically find um, the way there. And that makes the whole selling process very fragmented and very difficult. So as wellness leaders, we need to understand that we are only in the business of solving well-being related problems. And we have our toolbox, that is our treatment and services menu, that allows us to provide the solutions for each of the problems of our customer segments. Then we need to know the sales conversion rates. At what percentage are each of these individual customer segments converting? And once we know at what percentage they're converting, we know what our target is, then we're far more able to go and find out, okay, I need to pitch my offer to X number of people on a daily basis. And we give that clarity and assurance also to our team. The worst is when we try to sell and we get many no's. We have to understand that the majority of the time, our team and us will get more no's then yes, rarely do you ever convert at 100%. That's really high. In the conversion rate in our wellness services, that can go from 2 3% to the high 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, again, depending on your hotel's reality. It's so important to know your conversion rates, then from there, pitch those offers, and then lastly, make sure you're over-delivering. When you do less, but you do it better, you actually ensure that you're delivering on the offer you promise. Communicate with your front office teams. Communicate with your sales and marketing teams. Communicate with your food and beverage teams. And yes, I know I've heard it before. I've also been there and made those excuses that they don't listen, they won't do it. But if we have far fewer promotions and we're very confident about our promotions, then we know that our teams will listen to us because ultimately we all want the same thing. So 
I hope you found today's session useful. What I wanted to talk about is really selling. And I see many times when I'm looking through all these centers, Instagram feeds and looking at all the struggles our wellness leaders have. And I think many times it's just shifting that mindset, knowing that, sure, we have not been taught that art of selling, but selling is a skill and it's a skill that any one of us can acquire. And it's just understanding what's involved. It's a transaction. We have, we are in the business of solving problems and our guests are looking for solutions and it's just trying to align them and just understanding we're going to get far more no's than yeses. And that's perfectly okay. So wishing you all a fantastic day ahead. Take care now. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. If you want to know whether your hotel is ready to meet the growing demand for wellness experiences, both for your guests and your employees, then my Essence Scorecard is the perfect tool for you. Head over to spa-balance.com forward slash Essence Scorecard and get yourself a free and accurate temperature reading of your hotel's readiness to meet the wellness needs of your people and your guests. It's a valuable self-audit that not only helps you create a profitable wellness asset, but also promote a culture of genuine wellness for your team.